0: Thank you. way and it is nice to come back to the studio to our fans and to our loyal audience all of the all of the wonderful listeners out there in radio land we're glad that you could join us for another episode of high key book (laughs) club i got nothing else how are you doing
1: zeleny it's good to see you (laughs) when are you gonna start the episode
0: the episode has started
1: um (laughs)
0: sorry i didn't have any kind of starting gun or whistle
1: we were we were in vegas last week Vegas. that's why we were not just any vegas
0: las vegas (laughs) wait what does that stand for that's got to stand for something right is it like the vases
1: no i don't i don't really know but we were in las vegas and we just didn't have time to record in all our preparations of going and coming back and flight delays and all that kind of stuff so that's why we're away sorry about that we've had this movie today in the queue since before we left we just weren't able to record right we We were pretty
0: busy right before traveling yeah i was out of pocket on a film set for a grad thesis and i
1: was working yeah (laughs) and trying to pack and trying
0: to figure out your makeup routine look (laughs) what what was your look what your
1: i was coloring my hair yeah i have purple hair now
0: you were creating a sickening look thank you well we have a lot of spirituality to cover actually in this movie (laughs) Yes. It has some like spiritual undertones.
1: This movie was actually requested by uh, a listener. (laughs) Cameron. A long, long
0: time ago. (laughs) That's true.
1: Cameron has been wanting. (laughs) I've been
0: fighting for this. It
1: was actually requested by a listener named Thomas. Thanks, Thomas. Thank you, Thomas, for listening. This one's for you. And for reaching out. And we super appreciate it. We just never expect to hear from listeners that we don't know in real life.
0: (laughs) And it goes to show that the system works. So if you just follow the rules that we tell you in every episode, yeah. you he sent, can. He
1: sent a few suggestions, a lot that I, I really was intrigued by. So And I, I was shocked he mentioned this movie because Cameron has been lobbying for it for a really long time. <laughs> That's a
0: good way to put it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I had been kind of apprehensive about it. So we'll talk about that
0: probably for good reason. And <laughs> I yes, I I had rewatched it once as an adult, and I just think that I was maybe under some sort of sort we'll,
1: of. Well, let we'll get to it first. Yeah, substance. Introduce, I don't know. Introduce who we are.
0: Okay, sure. Well, before we get into the good stuff, I guess we are high key book club with Zelany and Cameron.
1: I'm Zelany.
0: I'm Cameron.
1: Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being here. Also, our last episode was the Bachelor episode. Ah, I loved it. We've been keeping up on our Insta stories. If you care to see live reacts of the new episodes.
0: You do it so good
1: you are always hating me for it
0: well <laughs> you don't do it at the right time but
1: it's right
0: the it's right well, it's right at the commercial it's break when's the right time we
1: watch it on hulu and there's not commercials to react in so uh, like we have to i either have to pause it or whatever it doesn't yeah. matter we've been live reacting we'll see if we continue but if you've been keeping up that's that's a fun little thing and we had a a Really good thread on our Bachelor episode tweet about one of our listeners that is a longtime Bachelor Nation person uh, that answered all our questions from the episode. So if you want to see the answers to the many questions we were posing in that Bachelor podcast, you can look at our Twitter and see Sam's answers.
0: You're telling me this is subtly telling me to go look because I haven't gone see oh, them yet. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> key, I forgot. Low key telling Cameron to <laughs> go check it
1: out. Probably no. I forgot yeah. it was. I was just saying like because we did ask a lot of questions since we're new to watching The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. So if you if you're curious about the same questions, she did a good job of answering them.
0: Well, we hope that you liked that episode, and if you didn't like that one, maybe you'll like this one. Maybe. Yeah, this <laughs> is
1: like I feel like this is a a one eighty.
0: Yes, and, and so if you grew up in the '90s, if you're a '90s kid like we are, then this this episode today should hit or you. Or a nerd. It, it should. Or nerd. <laughs> Hardcore. Or yeah. Uh, it it should uh do something for you. But um, otherwise, like that's what something I was wondering. If you were born, like if you're an 18 year old right now or 19 year old, would this movie have gone under the radar for
1: you? I don't know. I don't really don't know with Pokemon because. The kids still today like Pokemon a lot. So it's kind of hard to know how far since the franchise is so like spread through different mediums that it's hard to know what everyone. There's some people that are exclusively gaming, exclusively the show mm. or uh, the trading card game. Like there's it's in so many things that uh, if you're in the fandom, You might be in all of them or you might just be in one or anything in between. Well,
0: it's very insightful and we're going to try to not digress too much with this Uh, episode. It's hard. Uh, (laughs) It is hard because just like you were alluding to, I mean, this is such a massive brand that has a stake in like every kind of media stream and that you can imagine. And so um, we're going to touch base on some of that. Definitely. We have to if we're going to think about the marketing of this film
1: right so we're we're, to recap we're covering the pokemon the first movie or is it so pokemon (laughs) mewtwo strikes back so like
0: (laughs) it's pokemon colon the first movie colon
1: no way (laughs) (laughs) oh
0: (laughs) mewtwo strikes back i
1: don't get the first movie part like you (laughs) that it it just is like you don't have to say it
0: (laughs) i know right they really wanted to drive home that it's the first movie
1: yeah i'm i'm just worried about i need to bring in my pokemon context or at least say that i am a fan because i'm probably gonna be a little mean to this movie but i'm like also a diehard pokemon fan i feel like if I was just trashing this movie, people would think I don't like Pokemon or something, but I do.
0: Well, thanks for getting that out of the way up front. I, well, mean, I think that's important.
1: I, I, I yeah. Same, same well, but I'm going
0: to explain a little more for, uh, of how I loved the movie as a kid and what my feelings are about it after rewatching.
1: Well, it's just- As a
0: high-key booker.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm obsessed with Pokemon. I'm a fan since 97 or whenever, 98. Even though
0: you won't go battle the Indigo League-
1: girl i'm i'm
0: all of us are looking all of us are looking at you like i have things to do there's no excuse no excuse you
1: haven't even played any game anyway i'm a diehard fan since i was like four or whatever whenever the show came out in mexico and i was obsessed with the show first and then i was never into the trading card game that's the one part of pokemon i'm not into and then i only started playing the games like in middle school because i'm really bad at games like, I had them as a kid, the Game Boy ones, but I couldn't figure them out. Mm. Like, how to get past anything, you know?
0: It's hard. Like, I don't just don't know guide. what to do. And I also, had a guide.
1: I was Me- Mexican, too. Mm. Like, I don't know if it was in Spanish or not, but whatever. <laughs> I, I had the games as a kid, but I never knew how to work them. I didn't know you could have your own Pokemon and all that. Like, <laughs> you, I don't know. I don't know what... I'm bad at games, okay? And then.
0: You're like, oh, running around in Pallet Town is so fun.
1: Yeah, basically. <laughs> it was so not fun, you're so like, I gave up. <laughs> yeah,
0: and you're like, I'm not going into the grass. Why can't I swim? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Turn off. And yeah, done. Thank so you. Next.
1: <laughs> I discovered Soul Silver, Pokemon Soul Silver, in middle school, and realized what it was and i was like this is amazing you can have your own journey who knew And no one told me <laughs> and then pokemon soul silver is still my favorite well pokemon let's go has become up there as well I-, I like anything where the pokemon's following you
0: i just feel ancient because i feel like an ancient pokemon here no pokemon i Kinder. was really i late. was playing pokemon red back in it's before pokemon silver ad did come out
1: i know i know i'm just saying like i was really late to the games yep. but now i'm die hard like i will get it on the day i got my pokemon let's go switch edition whatever i was waiting for a pokemon game to get this nintendo switch and i've played all the games that have come out except diamond and pearl i never played that I'm, I'm just saying like i discovered the games a little late but i'm a super fan of those i played pokemon go i still play it a little bit to for pokemon let's go and for fun because i'm bored (laughs) i just want to get out of the way how big a fan i am and if i got a tattoo it would be pokemon related and i've already said what it would be
0: and you will never tell us (laughs) not right now all right fine well just so everybody knows she's got a deep secret of what tattoo (laughs) she's gonna get (laughs) And that's just her. You know, right? Of course I know. Oh, okay. But it does no good for anybody listening <laughs> well, right now. Well, sorry.
1: It's like you telling everybody,
0: guys, I'm going to get a tattoo someday and you'll never know what it is unless they might. you see it. That leads nicely into the question I wanted to ask <laughs> okay. you, which was why Why do you love Pokemon?
1: I don't know. It's hard. Like, why be- did
0: you fall in love with Pokemon as a child?
1: It's hard because I think as a concept, it freaks me out now a little bit not not for reals i still love it but like just that they're fighting the violence freaks me out a little bit like the concept of it that's very
0: interesting now and 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 would you say the violence is a a really like, key part of what the whole Pokemon thing is. Yeah,
1: kind of. But well, also, we're going to
0: touch on that again when we talk about this movie.
1: Yeah, that was always kind of the controversy. People would tell me when I was a kid that it was from the devil, and I would be scared because I, I thought the devil was like a real <sighs> thing that came and haunted you and stuff, you know?
0: <laughs> That's crazy. I read about like the whole violence aspect of this in uh, my research for this movie, and when I was reading it, it just sounded strange because I never, I had never thought even thought of it as being a violent thing at all but maybe that's because like the time i was watching pokemon was also the time i was watching stuff like pulp fiction for the first time that's crazy like i was watching (laughs) r-rated movies at a pretty young age honestly so I never thought of the Pokemon battles as being violent. In any I kind of didn't way. either,
1: though. That's the, that's the thing about Pokemon. They spin it in such a way that it's like it's just expected. Mm-hmm. It's like House Elves and Harry Potter being slaves, and they 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 like it. I'll yeah. go ahead <laughs> and just
0: mention it right now, then, uh, to let it connect to the movie. Mm-hmm. But one of the cri- uh, criticisms of the film was that it didn't make it was contradictory, and that the end message of this film that they are beating across us is just anti-violence. Is like, don't fight each other and be right. harmonious with everybody, but that that's goes the, against the entire Pokemon universe. Yeah,
1: and I remember thinking of that in the movie. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, like, it, it, it's really hard because it's also the plot in one of the games that the Team Rocket sort of organization is trying to fight for the liberation of Pokemon mm. and, like, hmm. them not fighting anymore and that mm. that's, like, inhumane like that's what the bad guys are fighting for and it, it's in uh black and white i think wow yeah it, it makes no sense I, I was like like when they would say their arguments i'd be like yeah i agree sure they, they'd be like pokemon are forced to do this and that and i'd be like you're right that's awkward you're the bad guy and then you have to like beat them <laughs>
0: It's like I don't want to fight them. Like I kind of want to join Team Rocket. Yeah.
1: It's like team I don't know if it's Plasma or team I don't I don't remember. It's always a different name. Uh-huh. It's not Team Rocket, but
0: Oh, uh, Team Plasma.
1: Yeah, it's it's those kinds of team or Team Phantom. Team Magma. I don't yeah. I don't remember who's for the Liberation of Pokémon, but I agree with them. <laughs> well, but also like
0: interesting it's a the whole politics of pokey <laughs>
1: yeah so no but why i like it i think it's just like it, the journey is really cool i think like they have a good concept of journey and i think that's that that's the thing i was gonna go-to is my favorite things about pokemon are the show and the games but i was never i would watch the movies but i wasn't like in love with them and i think that's why i was resisting watching this for high before now i'm realizing i think the show it it shows the journey the whole journey and i think that's like the best part because you see them traveling and traveling and and moving closer to the league and all that and the movies the story isn't as strong (laughs) i believe i like the the whole holistic journey of like becoming a master and collecting pokemon and exploring different regions and finding different pokemon i like having like the ones i like in my team building Mm -hmm. a team all that
0: it's hard to put that kind of concept into the movie format you know obviously that lent itself really well We're to an episodic tv show but
1: there it's it's kind of a whole new direction coming up in may with That's detective right. pikachu and that movie i'm very excited about because it is different and it is some this mystery thing so we'll see how that goes we but will I'm a, but i'm you, i'm anticipating is team
0: rocket gonna be in the live action movie no i
1: i think it's very i i played the game also, Detective Pikachu. Uh-huh. Oh, um, okay, yeah. It, it comes from a game. And it's a whole different... Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not in the ashes. It's an alternate it's not, reality. Not alternate, but it's, it's not an ashes circle. Right. It's like a new circle. And I think that's a smart way to go about creating a new franchise sort of a new branch of the franchise mm-hmm. with these live action because if it was ash it's like people know that character too well and team rocket
0: and it's just very fascinating to take the de- detective like criminal perspective on it exactly uh but i anyways, think it's that's smart a, it's
1: smart for mainstream
0: you'll have to look out for that episode we'll definitely yes. be doing Absolutely. an episode on that we're excited for the movie yeah. but getting back on track yeah. with the first movie so that's so that's so very interesting about the adventure i think that i mean there are two main reasons why i fell in love with pokemon i was actually very apprehensive to pokemon um i felt like it was one of those things where it was just so trendy at the time when it came out that i did not want to be part of that trend so i was feeling that even back when i was in elementary school but uh, eventually Hipster. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was a little elementary school hipster, but (laughs) eventually uh, the the pressures, the peer pressures in school catch up with you, at least with Pokemon it did because it was so huge and it kept getting more popular and popular in school where everybody started bringing their pokemon cards and if you didn't um. have your cards then it's like you couldn't come up to the table to hang out and play <laughs> right it's like you didn't have anything to talk about in the lunch table conversations so uh you'd be out and so eventually i had to just jump right in and i don't know how i jumped right in But it was this really interesting progression where it was something like I was visiting my mom's friend's house and my mom's friend gave me a Pokemon card she found on the ground at the grocery store or something. She was like, I think your son might like this. So here's a Jigglypuff. And so my first Pokemon (laughs) card was a Jigglypuff. And I just remember starting it from there. I was like, "Okay, I guess this is like a sign that I should figure out what this is about. So I started watching the shows. I started buying more of the decks like a uh, t- Toys R Us whenever uh, I would actually force my dad to go. It got so bad to the point that I'd like force him to I, buy I was packs col- for me. I was
1: collecting the figures.
0: Oh. And I
1: had like all of them.
0: Wow. I had this big
1: tub and they were like my prized possessions and I would play them with anymore? them. No. And it's one of my biggest sadnesses in I'm life really because my mom, I don't know where, I don't know where they are.
0: I totally relate. I yeah. understand.
1: So, that that always makes me really sad because they don't back then like they had a lot of figure figurines at toy stores and now it's not so not as much. Yep. It's it's always a smaller section. So, it was I, sad.
0: I bought a figurine i don't know if i ever showed it to you but i have still in its original packaging too i never opened it um i have a charizard keychain
1: oh nice i think i had that one yeah in and in it's my like oh uh-huh.
0: <laughs> i know yeah and it, it was part of a collection like i you think I've seen, a dozen. I've seen it i've seen it in your room yeah yeah <laughs> i have it still in its original packaging i'm yeah. crazy but yeah, um, you are. <laughs> i bought it at that time i think it's like uh you can see the date on the back like trademark 1999 So that's cool yeah i so (laughs)
1: 1999 that song 1999
0: no no not prince (laughs) no (laughs) never mind it's just funny because i i bought that with the intention of saying like i'm never gonna open this and i'll look back when i'm an adult and be like i was a kid when i bought that and And you
1: did yeah (laughs) good
0: (laughs) um I still have my collection of Pokemon cards, actually. And that Mm -hmm. was the next step I was going to say is that I started collecting these Pokemon cards and getting the holographics and wanting to collect them, not to deal them or to play with them, but to try to hold on to them for their value, their monetary Um. value
1: like uh, baseball cards
0: yeah because they were really valuable at the time now i'd have to do some research to see if they've resurged in value at all i just doubt it but i have a handful i mean i've got like at least 50 probably holographic cards and so i've held on to those i
1: have one holographic on my fridge right now it's oh, nine tails nine tails. yeah my favorite pokemon oh i see it now. that should be what what's your favorite pokemon charizard right mine is nine tails and bullpix i have a big Aww. stuffed animal uh pokemon stuffed pokemon collection
0: that's true maybe right? maybe we can post a photo a picture yeah. <laughs> my, uh, we can do a selfie my plushie selfie with have, the plushies i
1: have a lot of plushies that's true
0: do you want to get into some uh oh well i yeah, yeah. so I, I basically covered it just saying that the reason i got into it was kind of partly peer pressure
1: for me it wasn't i it was like i was obsessed and and everyone in my family hated me because i was so obsessed i would just yeah. force them i would just talk about yeah. it all the time and force them to like Play with me, pretend to be Pokemon with me, or like just talk about it, or play with my figurines. Did you ever have
0: any issues in school where your teachers were like, "Stop talking about Pokemon"?
1: No, because oh. uh, I barely went to school. my My parents were very nice. They were like, they let me not go to school whenever I felt like it. Wow, you're which you're was tell m- the public that? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> not anymore. Not after. This was like my kindergarten years, so it didn't school doesn't yeah. matter at that age. That's
0: fair, I guess. So yeah, I want to. Clarify. It's not in the
1: U.S. where it's like illegal to do that.
0: <laughs> right. Pokemon was big for me when I was in third, fourth, and fifth grade. Okay, so I was more like, like, like eight to ten. Kinder uh, first, you know, uh, and it was just a big deal. Um, and I remember having some really worst memories in my elementary school based on getting my Pokemon cards confiscated mm-hmm. by the teachers, and they wouldn't return them, and they were like super valuable ones too. So I felt real bad about that. And, you know, it's one of those things where in hindsight, my parents probably could have asked them if I had just asked my parents to ask them.
1: I think that's more of a U.S. thing where it was like a more widespread phenomenon. Like it was big in Mexico, too. But like, I don't know. I just don't remember it being an issue. But I was also too little, like for school to matter at that age, you know? Yeah,
0: it was weird. Like just everybody had cards and everybody Mm -hmm. was like trying to deal them on the side and, (laughs) and show them off. So yeah, it was a problem. People had to... The teachers to get the kids to focus had to take them home. First world problems. <laughs> well, do you want to just kind of go into uh, the basic stats? Do you remember Pogs? Pogs?
1: Okay. you never heard of Pogs?
0: Does it stand for something? No.
1: Or I don't know. So Pogs are a thing. They're like... The any, anyone, electronic Anyone egg? older... Th- no. Uh-huh. That's a Tamagotchi. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Pogs are like... Anyone older than us would cringe if they heard this but they're like these little they're like circles and they're thin but hard and they have like pictures on them like okay pokemon okay let's say and they would come in chips
0: okay
1: i don't know how you would get them in the u.s because i think it's illegal to put like uh non-food items in food items Uh, but in mexico that's legal so at all your chips, if they had this little strip that said they have they in Mexico, I think they're called pogs here. In Mexico, they're called tazos. They would just you would find them in your chips, so you would you could collect them the way like Pokemon cards. They would they would have different Pokemon on them. Interesting. And I would collect. So tazos. you had some. Yeah, of course. Do you still have? Do you still have them? No. Damn it. I know, and and they were so cool because they were in your chips, and <laughs> you can lick them, and they'd be yummy. You're collect them.
0: Dang, that's cool. Yeah. I don't have any collectibles from this movie, but I ended up getting really into Pokemon 2 and 3, the, mm-hmm. those movies when they came out, which was weird because you would think that Ancient Mew as a Pokemon card would be offered as a promo for the, this movie, mm-hmm. but it actually was for the second movie who I can't exactly remember why, but, uh, so I have like an ancient Mew promo card from the second movie when I went to see it in a theater. I think I had the ticket stub too. I think what happened was I got into, I was getting into Pokemon right after the first movie came out. So I don't think I w- ended up going to the first movie in theaters.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. But I got I the VHS. watching them. Yeah. I remember having VHS's
0: Yeah. Well, well, so we're going to get into some of the issues with the differences between the American and Japanese version. But I just wanted to go over how it fared in the American market, which not too bad, apparently. The writer of the movie was quoted as saying that he thought that uh, the it did a lot better in America than it did in Japan, interestingly.
1: Well, because um, we're cheap. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Taste-wise, I feel like. Yeah. So after But I also a-
0: feel like maybe the marketing of it was big time in america i don't know
1: i don't know i i really won't well, whatever so big change today cameron did the research oh, of yeah. today's episode which was very nice for me and please comment below and tell him to do that every time
0: <laughs> please please <laughs> ignore her
1: <laughs> because that would be be really nice. I'm just chilling here. I don't. I don't need my notes. I, he he has all the notes. So really, I just typed my gonna... grocery list. <laughs> and There's
0: no, no content. In Cameron did
1: the research now.
0: I did. I was I was happy to because I fought for this movie. I lobbied for it all yep. last year. <laughs> finally got it. So I was like, and, and this movie just means so much to me from a uh, my childhood. Yeah,
1: uh, and me too. I, like that's the thing. I loved it. I loved the show. The show was the thing that got me so in love with it. So I. Uh, with all that love the past whole episode being said, if I get mean, it's not because I don't like Pokemon.
0: It's because this movie I think had some issues. It had some it issues. It had some flaws. It's <laughs>
1: just like as a story.
0: And the Rotten Tomato score reflects that.
1: Yes. So when I was looking up like how to watch it when we were going to watch it, I saw the tomato score and I was like, oh, my God, they were so mean. Like yeah. they, they, it was worse than like Scooby-Doo or whatever else yeah. we've done that didn't deserve. such a low rating and i was like oh it's bullshit and then i we watched it and i was like okay yeah it makes sense this story (laughs) makes zero sense yeah it does like everything wrong that you can do in a story (laughs) like the stakes are so high it's solved with a way that makes zero sense the conflicts don't make sense then at the end they forget everything yeah like it so it becomes pointless so (laughs) story-wise it did everything wrong yeah they were
0: uh i think i confident in saying they were trying to take on more than they could chew you know bite off more than they can chew we end up with this kind of i think it's cool for a diehard pokemon fan but otherwise it doesn't stand up at all
1: well Um, no i'm a diehard pokemon fan and even still yeah i mean i can recognize the floss because i'm telling you the show is amazing right the show is amazing like I'm obsessed and I've rewatched it many times. But the movies I end up never being excited to rewatch because their stories are so weak a lot of the time. Yeah. Like they raise the stakes really high and then they solve them in ways that make no sense, which mm-hmm. is kind of like the worst thing you can do when you write. Mm-hmm. Like not be able to get out of your stakes and out realistic way or, you know yeah so they wanted to build it's like this, the coincidence thing they kind of.
0: really wanted to create this humongous villain yes right like ultra villain so
1: normally i forgot totally we don't do spoilers but we're doing spoilers
0: okay yeah so <laughs> yeah i mean you know whatever yeah. <laughs> we're about halfway into the episode this at this point movie. so it's a chill movie um normally yeah we'd have a non-spoiler f- section and then spoilers, but let's just jump right into it. There's there's no holding back. We've kind of worked it out from here.
1: So this super Uh, villain. Yeah. So (laughs) Mewtwo
0: is this super villain that is also morally conflicted. He is a complex character. That's something I was realizing and rewatching this is that really the villain is complex. Now, from my research, it turns out that uh, or it sounds as though the Japanese version wrote a much more complex Mewtwo and really focused on the themes of existentialism. And the themes of feeling like you don't have a purpose and trying to find what that purpose is in this world. Because he was created, no especially
1: yeah. b- because he was created in a lab. Right. That's where it stems from. And
0: they talked about how the um, themes of like talking about the ethical standpoints on cloning and genetic modification those were a lot more uh, focused on in the japanese version whereas in the american version they decided to purposely and when i say they, it was the producer who at the time was the president of four kids entertainment which was the big distribution Yay. company for the north american version uh i had his name norman j grossfeld
1: sounds he, very white yeah i mean he <laughs> was
0: really uh one of the main people trying to change some key aspects of the film specifically for what he thought an American audience wanted. And he thought that they wanted more of a heinous and mean villain. They wanted it to be a very clear cut evil type of villain. And they wanted to throw out uh, more of the confusing big kind of adult themes. Well,
1: it's because the American government doesn't want us to hate their experiments probably and and
0: ask like what (laughs) all of this is about yeah conspiracy corner (laughs) it's so true
1: yeah because that's a big that especially i feel like 90s leading into the 2000s yeah. like cloning and genetic modification and, uh, and test tube babies whatever <laughs> was kind of a big thing but also like we don't need test tube babies because we're already overpopulated so <laughs> i think that's not the big issue it's more about the cloning barbara streisand cloned her dogs right oh she did
0: girl that's news to me
1: really I she did she had dogs she cloned them Oof. or cloned was one that of recent them news no oh. i've about by the past few years okay Oof. Do you think they're wondering what their purpose is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right
0: um, yeah so oh boy they changed
1: um, from Japanese to American they cut out
0: they did and they made him but evil. they still made the those plot points of genetic modification they kept them in the movie and
1: not as much though they had that whole intro sequence that they cut out well
0: right Remember? so I was gonna try to mention that mm-hmm. and um, that's why I was freaking out when we were watching it on whatever uh, streaming version we found was that they didn't include the quote unquote origins Story yeah. of Mewtwo
1: because I never I don't think I've ever seen it in full.
0: We need to find it on YouTube. Yeah. I'd be surprised if it's not on YouTube because I was trying to convince Selene that I know I watched it on the VHS when I grew up, and when we were watching it this time, I knew something was missing. And when I did my research, I found I found out that that was like a whole controversial issue: is that there were so many back and forth versions that kept the origin story and throughout the origin story decided to bring it back, decided it didn't matter for all these different releases that they did of it and so there was never a consistent um, version version that kept
1: it yeah because so if you don't know what we're talking about there is a version of the movie with a longer intro sequence that's about Mew and them actually cloning it Mm -hmm. trying to clone it and like finding that fossil of Mew
0: they say this is Mew's eyelash really that's what it said he in Wikipedia. I I know. I oh was like I wanted to pull up a picture of Mew. I was like <laughs> I just like I'm sorry but the dragon me came out. <laughs> I was like Mew's eyelash or really?
1: <laughs> Anyway, they they have like with the science. I thought it was just a bone. <laughs> yeah, or I don't know, a fur, I don't know, but whatever it is. It's well, a- so they like
0: yeah, and they had a whole justification for it, like a reason why the scientist wanted to partner up with giovanni do you know what it was i was reading on it and so the scientist that partnered up with giovanni because the scientist is like a moral scientist and everything obviously giovanni wants to create an ultra strong pokemon so the scientist uh needed to
1: capital <laughs> l- they need
0: he needed capital and he all and he needed to learn he needed like the resources to learn how to actually effectively do cloning because he was trying to clone something that he had from his daughter in order to bring his daughter back to life
1: oh and
0: so that's always like this whole subplot what the- and then apparently when Mewtwo sees this item of his daughter or whatever he like gets these emotional feelings about what humans are capable of and stuff like that. And so it's supposed to add to the complexity of Mewtwo's personality um, that we don't really ever get if you don't get that origin story. I did want to just briefly say a little bit of trivia that I thought was interesting, though, about the whole origin story to begin with was because they had actually the uh, makers of the live TV show had originally planned to include more episodes throughout the first season of the Indigo League that included these bits of Mewtwo history kind of sporadically throughout the series so that you could have a better understanding of this kind of mystery Pokemon by the time the movie came out. But there was this key episode that totally halted production on the Pokemon TV series for four months.
1: Uh, seizure episode it was the seizure okay, episode yeah <laughs> the yeah.
0: porygon episode yeah uh which i had only heard about but i it guess was that
1: big like it was it felt like A big myth, yeah. When you're a kid, but it was real, I guess.
0: I guess it was real, and so that's like a whole issue that Japan uh, has dealt with in the past is animes that are uh, drawn out with these bright, flashing, fucking, and colors
1: too. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, I was
0: feeling it. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess they had multiple hospitalizations of these uh, induced uh, seizures from these rapid movements and because of it the episode the episode only aired once yeah. and it never aired again they cut it completely from the american version and apparently it halted production for the pokemon series for something like four months and because it halted the production they weren't able to in time mm. fit in the
1: but then we do get stories. that one episode of them we do going to giovanni's Giovanni. gym but i think
0: that's because it's later right it's, it's much later but they had but forgotten
1: because their memories were wide <laughs> that they had seen it before or was it before the movie
0: i well i think that happened before the movie no that, okay, that, that okay, definitely okay. happened before the actions of the movie because oh, okay, okay, they okay. call back to it at the beginning of the movie oh, okay because they show when mewtwo is with giovanni and then yeah. how giovanni busts out to go to new island i think well that's he
1: calls it. i feel like in that episode of the show we see mewtwo escape right we do and and we that's do. sort of the setup of it the is, movie yeah okay yeah
0: Yeah, because it's kind of a nice, I guess with the way it is, it's like the movie fits somewhere between the eighth badge and the Indigo League. Yeah, I guess. So something like that. It
1: doesn't matter because they don't remember shit. They don't remember shit (laughs) anyway.
0: So, so don't matter. Uh,
1: That's so dumb. Why can't they just remember it? Like, it's okay.
0: Which uh, (laughs) they
1: survived.
0: Apparently there was a sequel, actually, to Mewtwo Strikes Back. It's like Mewtwo Strikes Back Again. Strikes Again. again. Yeah. Mewtwo Returns, I think they called it. And it was like an hour direct to videos thing i guess 2010 or 12 something like that oh and yeah so there's like a sequel to it and the it's similar it has like it brings back the whole memory issue oh okay and it tries to kind of like resolve that
1: (laughs) it's like too little, too late yeah
0: (laughs) but i didn't i got so bored with the synopsis i stopped reading okay (laughs) so that was interesting i thought and that's why they had to create this origin of mewtwo uh which also is kind of based off of a manga that was written before the movie had come out And the manga was also supposed to supplement the movie. But then the writer of the manga said that there ended up being more differences. But that's what's something that I think is interesting about thinking of Japanese as a media industry is how how much they have these additional types of formats to add to the layers of story for
1: a particular. Yeah, it's kind of like what's canon. Mm-hmm. Like they have so many and so do we or, or franchises like Pokemon, like Harry Potter, like all these things that have books, they have shows, they won't well, not Harry Potter, but different movies, games, it all adds to the universe. So you, you got to be careful. Like Yeah. You, everything has to make sense in the same universe. Yeah, all right. So it's kind of like it's tricky, but the big big franchises have all these mediums to develop their universe. It just kind of like gets crazy. It does get at crazy at a certain point, but it's all canon. It is it's official. There,
0: well, yeah, there have been instances where they've backed on the canon though, and there's actually mm-hmm. a term for it. I remember it being a cool term, but I can't remember what. Rat Rec- canon. Rec is that it? I yeah. think <laughs> it's something funny like that. Yeah, or they just they like retcon. Retcon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting term. Yeah. Weirdly enough, I discovered it when I was researching the recent remake of Halloween. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what I was going to say is that also in addition to the manga, they also had this five episode radio program that was released every day on the five days leading up to the theatrical release of the movie in Japan. So crazy kind of blitz. media blitz To promote it. And
1: um, well, Pokemon just has that power to be in so many things that they can use those mediums as much. as they want it's
0: really good it's true pikachu's vacation
1: i've seen that
0: you have so that was also like the short movie i
1: remember the shorts in in pokemon movies in general i feel like that's a trend they do
0: that's also something we didn't get but it's okay (laughs) man the reviews were harsh oh my god pikachu's vacation (laughs) they're like literally it's like 20 minutes of no action like of no point (laughs)
1: usually the shorts were like that they were like is this the movie? Because as a kid, you're like, I don't know, yeah. Uh, and I, I always thought it was the movie, and I'm like, why there's this long ass. But it's like silent... so light
0: hearted compared to the. Yeah, movie. exactly.
1: I don't know. As a kid, I, I'm sure I was confused. Man, the Pokemon movies get
0: dark. Like that's just what I'm realizing. Kind of.
1: Yeah, I do. Uh, I really like Mewtwo's monologues in this movie. Like, I I would definitely relate. I was feeling a lot of that after Vegas. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like who am I? You know, <laughs> kind of questions. I occasionally get but I remember Mewtwo and I feel a little comforted, you know.
0: Who am I?
1: <laughs> yeah. And this movie, I mean, prose it it did it does have a couple of famous quotes from Pokemon mm. that are important. There's a, a very cute one from Meowth towards the end where it's like Instead of looking at the differences, we should. Something like that. <laughs> I should look it up. I'll look it up. While you...
0: Okay, yeah, we need. <laughs> I meant to look up quotes, and I. <laughs> no, th-
1: this quote is, is like famous. We do have a lot in common. The same earth, the same air, the same sky. Maybe if we started looking, looking at what's, at what's, the, what's the same, same instead of always looking at what's different, well, who knows?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> who knows?
1: It's a famous <laughs> quote, though. Like, look at it. They, they have all these, like. Um. Quotes, like. <laughs> A little graphic mail
0: B- to go with it.
1: Yeah, little kind of memes. or. or it's like
0: you would frame it and put it in a diploma. Yeah, like quote poster. posters. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's like a very famous... I didn't know that. Yeah, or just quote from Pokemon. Wow. It, to, for equality, I don't know. Right. Not super seriously, but like... That's what's you
0: know. just so weird about this movie is it's actually got some sl- solid themes. Yeah. And then it t- what I did not pick up on as a child was how much this movie refers to Pokemon slavery. Oh really? Yeah, well, because that's whole Mewtwo's whole fix. Yeah. He's like, Pokemon are slaves yeah. to humans. You know, they will no longer be slaves. And the in whole my
1: world. the whole thing is Ash is proving that they're friends. Yeah, like they're and not
0: slaves. They do this in tandem because they're friends.
1: Yeah, and him and Pikachu are kind of the example mm-hmm. to prove to Mewtwo. But it's true. Mewtwo has a good point.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they're in pokeballs right. all the time
1: well pikachu's not still (laughs) or meowth isn't yeah
0: but you know like (laughs) solitary confinement come on
1: i guess but (laughs) it's like sci-fi it's (laughs) you know they're they're like light particles (laughs) see that Yeah, pokemon the whole thing makes no sense but also it's so endearing for some reason you know, it is. or like the laws are consistent enough that they work. I don't know. Like <laughs> I'm just saying like Pokeballs and like the Pokedex and the PC and the games, like all of it makes no sense that you can put your Pokemon in a computer or in a ball as light. Like it makes a sense. But that's like the sci-fi part of it because mm. it's kind of a sci-fi show. Definitely. Based, Especially on, that, this movie. based on the technology, because it kind of it, it kind of seems like it's not because there's so much in the woods and stuff. Their technology is very much (laughs) sci-fi.
0: Well, yeah, I just wanted to say that this is like one of my I mean, I don't know that I'll ever actually research it. But if I ever had extra spare time on my hands, I just would love to study more of the instances where Japanese media has had tried to make that crossover to American media, because I think it's a really interesting one. And I think that this movie is kind of a nice case study for that. Um, because there are so many differences, I guess it turns out. So Mewtwo was designed by Ken Sujimori. And, uh, I hope I said that right. He also is the designer of all the original 151 Mm -hmm. Pokemon. And so he, I
1: mean, Mewtwo is 150.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So, and Mew is 151. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So what? Yeah. No one knows.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know about that. (laughs) It's so strange. I know.
1: What I want is a, pokemon musical with all the songs from the original or like the original series the show
0: i think you're giving away your million dollar idea I am, right now <laughs> but it's
1: like i can never get the licensing maybe some rich person will hear it and do it but hopefully <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the music of pokemon and and the games too that's like video game music but i'm talking about like the 90s 2000s well there was a key
0: soundtrack to be a master
1: to be a master yeah and there's so many that i so many songs i love Viridian City uh b- <laughs> i have a whole playlist on spotify <laughs> for the best songs what kind of pokemon are you uh the Together team Rock- forever. yeah team rocket team rocket yeah they yeah. they have
0: all the characters and the conflict. Yeah. You could piece the songs together. Yeah. And you could kind of, you know, rewrite them here and there to fit whatever musical narrative you need.
1: Oh, for sure. Like they they have so much set up. Oh, I love uh Two Perfect Girls, the Brock song. That that is so theatrical. Like if you listen to that song, maybe I'll put in a little a little audio of it. Hey. Oh, oh, officer Jenny, oh, can't you see
0: you can lock me up and throw away the key joy the diagnosis is bleak when i see your face my knees get weak this can't go on enough is enough
1: i've got to pick
0: one no matter how tough it's time for eeny meeny miny Mo. but wait a second
1: wait a
0: second what's her name i've just gotta know i've just gotta know jenny oh jenny joy
1: Oh, joy. if you listen to that song it sounds so theatrical like i picture it like on a stage and like, it's
0: it's, i never remember hearing that song in the series
1: yeah i mean uh, in, it's a deep cut in johto or no in the orange islands they have pikachu karaoke after at the end of the episode and that's where i the only place you can really hear those songs but they are on spotify maybe i'll share my playlist on the tweet of this episode because that music i love it and you can easily make a show out of it like a a production a broadway type off broadway i don't
0: know made me feel bad i'm not on spotify i don't know anything about sharing playlists right (laughs) i'm an agent
1: (laughs) apple music but
0: wait will there ever be you think a pokemon land or pokemon World? well
1: i feel there's definitely like pokemon centers in japan like oh. big stores of it kind of like the m&m store we sure. went to. and i think there are pokemon places and like i don't know i would think there's a at least a small park in japan of it i don't there's a lot of pokemon stuff in japan because
0: if there was a pokemon land or poke world then you can have the poke musical
1: oh for sure Uh, Maybe they do. I don't know. It's so hard with licensing Pokemon. Okay. Um,
0: Well, again, that's why I think it's the whole North American-Japan relationship is interesting in regards to And the whole
1: world, because Pokemon's in the whole world. It is. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe after Detective Pikachu, it'll open those doors a little more towards newer stuff. Because that's like kind of the newest thing Pokemon has undertaken. I gotta say,
0: Pokemon is just such an interesting concept because it's the one brand that somehow has been able to reinvent itself like 20 years later, like I would have thought that Pokemon would have done been dead and gone by now. And that's how I was feeling back in like 2015, looking at my Pokemon cards, like, Oh, this thing's never going to be popular Mm -hmm. again. And the next thing I know, Pokemon go. is like the next big thing. And they really
1: innovated with that. And then, uh, no, it's, it's gonna, it's clearly, it's my longest love (laughs) (laughs) in my life. And it's still going. And it's still going to keep going. It's going to definitely be a big, whenever VR becomes like mainstream, Mm -hmm. it'll be super awesome to have VR Pokemon games. They're just going to keep making games. I think there's a new gen set to come out this year. So, so new game, like new, new game, not like let's go, but like new gen.
0: And that would make sense. New region. I also was reading that, so Japan has been, they apparently rebooted the series in terms of the movies and I think last year, no. There's
1: a Pokemon I Choose You.
0: Yes, that's it.
1: It's on Netflix. I just saw it yesterday. No, I didn't watch it, but I saw it there.
0: Mm -hmm. I can't remember if that's the 2017 or 2018 one, but the 2018 movie. Okay. Yeah. so that was the first like reboot of the movies apparently. And then 2018 was the follow up to it. And what I was reading was that at the end and during the end credits, there is some sort of allusion to Mewtwo uh, return or like Mewtwo strikes back and a date in July, I think, of 2019. Okay. So what they're speculating is that it's a remake of Mewtwo strikes back. I mean,
1: I would hope that that would be awesome because hopefully (laughs) they get to revisit the story and make it make more sense. Mm -hmm. I don't know, because it's that end, especially like... Ugh, you can't undo everything like you just can't you're not supposed to do that <laughs> you it it makes the audience feel like it was pointless to wipe everyone's memory
0: I mean, it basically was yeah
1: I mean yeah so basically that we never really summarized we and
0: never went into the plot at all right
1: so it was basically our gang ash misty and brock our gang and pikachu <laughs> you sound like
0: the narrator
1: well that's how he says it yeah. and <laughs> the narrator is awesome
0: he is i was reading about <laughs> the guy who actually does it
1: and they get invited to Mewtwo's island of death pretty much but that island it. of but death. it's like a, a it's a. arena
0: this guy says like the where the Pokemon champion, yeah, go. trainer champions, yeah. and
1: then Mewtwo tests them by doing a storm, and whoever passes through the storm to get to the island, sort of pass that. They qualify. Test. So yeah. there's only like three of them that pass and then he ends up releasing or stealing all their Pokemon. Boy, I was just
0: going to say that there was a mistake in the movie where they accidentally refer to Pidgeot as Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto. Did you mm-hmm. notice that?
1: I, I did. I feel like I did. I yeah. called it out.
0: Right. There's uh, And there are two other Pokemon mistakes too. Um But yeah, so when they are saying, how did you get over? And then mm-hmm. he's like, I flew over on my Pidgeot or Pidgeotto. It was like no problem for Pidgeotto and it's a Pidgeot. So, anyway, sorry to interrupt. Uh and they sucks up the Pokemon. Yeah,
1: Mewtwo takes all their Pokemon force forcibly and then clones them and releases them back. Well, yeah. Yeah. And, and then <coughs> sorry, excuse me. And Team Rockets just following It's the challenge. Jesse and James.
0: Yeah. Well, so the Pokemon Ash challenges. Mewtwo to a Pokemon battle yeah. because Mewtwo claims to be the Which world's is stupid, greatest Pokemon trainer. He's, it is he's so literally
1: stupid. like super powerful. You can tell.
0: Yeah. And he's a Pokemon. And like that was yeah. the whole issue is like a Pokemon can't be a Pokemon trainer.
1: Whose issue?
0: That was the actual Ash's... Pokemon trainer's issues with yeah. Mewtwo is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, a Pokemon can't but be a Pokemon trainer. It's
1: like, no, he he's really powerful. Yeah. You can clearly see that.
0: He has crazy psychic powers. <laughs> <laughs> That turns everything into zombies, yeah. basically.
1: So he clones everyone. Jesse and James sneak in just to be in the loop. They,
0: and, <laughs> and that's what I don't think I liked about this movie is they don't, like, serve any purpose. They're just flies on the wall, literally. Yeah.
1: They sort of come in. They just kind of spectate. They see the cloning. They're just there for exposition of how the cloning process works. Exactly, yep. And Meowth gets cloned, too. And then they all end up fighting each other. All the clones fight their own clone and they're all tired and then they're losing and everyone's losing and Ash gets turned to stone.
0: Well, he g- decides to jump in between Mew uh-huh. and Mewtwo as their... Right,
1: so Mew is battling. there kind of fooling around, just giggling the whole movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: blowing bubbles. <laughs> yeah,
1: until like Mewtwo is actually going to kill everyone pretty much and Mew was like, fine, I'll step in now and <laughs> he's the only pokemon yeah. that can
0: challenge mew to.
1: exactly and mew comes in and they fight and but it...
0: mew even a he sorry I...
1: that's true i don't i don't know but ash jumps into their Kimf- plasm
0: <laughs> Explosion. Plasm. Well, it just all <laughs> I can think of is it reminds me of Harry Potter and Voldemort. Yeah, that's
1: what I was gonna say. I was gonna say their wand streams. Yeah, that's like what they are in Harry Potter. But uh, it just looks like
0: a cartoon version of it.
1: Yeah. So he jumps in and gets turned to stone, and there's that like iconic sad moment of Pikachu and Ash, and Pikachu cries, sparkling but, tears. Yeah, because Ash is stone. It's very like Mufasa. Ash is stoned.
0: <laughs> Um,
1: it's a kind of Mufasa, uh, yeah. Simba moment yeah. a little bit. But then the tears heal him, unlike mm-hmm. Mufasa. <laughs> and and,
0: and, <laughs> right. Well, like in all the other tears from all the other Pokemon. Oh, yeah. So they they like, all
1: like... See, there's, but there's no explanation for that. No, there's, well, so, no reason. So,
0: that's what I was mentioning, remember, is that there's like one small line that the local says at the dock before they decide to cross <laughs> the storm, where she says, Legend says that one day Pokemon's tears will. Save the land, or something like that.
1: What? That's such a cop out.
0: It is, (laughs) and it's just like a tiny little line that they squeeze in there. Oh my goodness! And apparently, that's what I just—I paid attention because now I know how to pay attention to early things that come back, and that's the only reason (laughs) that the tears get justified.
1: Oh my goodness. (laughs) Because it's okay, a legend. Then. I guess the legend says. I don't know who so, said who said the legend. Right. So okay. then the
0: legend came true. Yeah. And they all cried. And and it heals Ash. Ash. Yeah. And so it stops the Pokemon from battling each other. And through the action of Pikachu's, I guess, kind of love and sacrifice, he is able to come to terms with Pokemon being friends of humans and. Vice versa.
1: And then wipe their memories. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, better
0: if nobody remembers this. It's, it's
1: so <laughs> weird because, like, why did he have to wipe? There was no good reason to wipe the memories, was there?
0: No good reason. Because, like,
1: they're all fine. They're alive. They got out of there. Mewtwo can run away to wherever he wants what was the point of wiping the memories
0: just so they're not traumatized anymore
1: i guess but like you're just gonna erase that because they succeeded so they, did. they should
0: feel better about themselves yeah like, exactly like
1: we whoa, we went through that
0: right you know no nope. and now it sucks <laughs> because like in the future in later seasons of the show they can't you know call it back and be like, remember that time when we fought Mewtwo? Yeah, Gosh, exactly. it was so fun. Yeah. That's <laughs> Instead, kind of... they're going to run into Mewtwo again and be like, who's this crazy Pokemon? And Mewtwo's going to be like, hey, what's up, y'all? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a really great synopsis. And I want you to do the summary all the time from now on. Oh, my God. You fit it in so good. <laughs> I mean, we basically covered it all. You
1: don't have anything else. You have like two pages of notes. I've covered a
0: lot of it, but I mean, I've got a few other little things. The other two moments in the movie where they got the Pokemon wrong, and this was like, it was like
1: important. Well, it was like a (laughs)
0: translation issue, I guess. It's just, it's so embarrassing. I think. I mean, I thought that they should have been accurate. The producer I had mentioned, he uh acknowledged that they were the wrong pokemon the other times it happens is when team rocket is in the laboratory and they're seeing the uh pokemon that are getting cloned and that's when i had remember i had said i thought that's a scyther and because it looks like a scyther in the shadow because they go like who's that pokemon they're by
1: shadows
0: yeah, and it's okay. like the outline. It's like the silhouette, just like in the TV uh-huh, show. Uh-huh. And so they show a site there, and Team Rocket goes,
1: "I look Really? <laughs> I don't remember that.
0: Uh, and then for I think they show a Sand Slash, and they go,
1: "Sand True." <laughs> uh, well, but you could just write that off as Team Rocket being dumb. That's
0: what they did. Oh, okay. That's what the producer did. He was like, "I could see that in real life. Team Rocket not getting the Pokemon." Yeah, right. they're
1: they're notoriously bad. Yeah, or like. My fa- one of my favorite lines ever is, they're all taking this Pokemon test, and it's the same kind of test of oh, who's that Pokemon, yeah. and it's a circle, it's just a black circle, and it's who's that Pokemon, and they're, everyone's like, Voltorb, Electrode, it's a Pokeball, like they all put <laughs> stuff like that, and then the teacher's like, it's a Jigglypuff scene from above, yeah. <laughs> and you just... <laughs> You just see the top view. Of That's
0: literally the SAT. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's
1: so funny. That uh, I, I love that. It's the show. Just has so many amazing one-liners and moments. The
0: show is genius in terms of yeah. the writing. It's
1: clever. It breaks the fourth wall a lot. It's really funny.
0: Yeah, I, like as an adult, it stands up so well. Um, I love watching it as an adult, even because mm-hmm. the simp- the lessons are like simple enough to learn, and also nice to just be reminded that oh yeah, those are the right things right ways to behave in life yeah <laughs> but it's funny speaking of on the rotten tomato score i never said the score i don't think it's 15 mm. oh, yeah. percent <laughs> and the consensus is audiences other than other than children will find very little to entertain them
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it th- just all feels so high stakes like it's irrationally high stakes because mewtwo has no weakness right and so we're, we're just like
0: <laughs> i didn't read much more into that um because that was on the like mewtwo has his own wikipedia page and it's a whole it's actually a lot more uh, in depth but apparently mewtwo as a very strong pokemon was kind of important in introducing to the game aspect of it because it challenged pokemon trainers to uh rethink of how they thought about their team of pokemon in order to beat any trainers that could potentially have mewtwo in their team
1: yeah, well, it's it's messy because usually you have a rule. It, it, it's almost always unspoken of no legendaries on your team, on I your see. on your fighting team if you're fighting your friends and stuff. Right. It, it's kind of like it's unfair. It's kind of understood, no legendaries. I see. I used to have a Zapdos sometimes, um. but because and then there there ended up being so many legendaries after that mm-hmm. that it's like they're just kind of collectibles more mm-hmm. than anything you should use in battle regularly. Yeah, they definitely, they're just
0: saying that Mewtwo is like one of the most powerful Pokemon they ever did create for the series. So that's interesting.
1: If if I get a cat I want to name it Mew. Oh that's cute. Yeah, or Meow or Mew too.
0: In regards to the uh music of the movie, I just thought the quote was really funny that they had. I think this a, I think it's a quote from the producer and it says the English version combines the visual sense of the best Japanese animation with the musical sensibility of western pop culture. Oh my goodness. I was like that's crazy. I mean the, the
1: a lot of the songs that I was talking about earlier are very <laughs> very too th- early too 2000s <sighs> late 90s pop you know they're good i mean they're really fun for me but i i'm a big fan of pop
0: just remember that we had that really awkward so during the fight sequence uh where the pokemon are fighting yeah. like really hard against each other we
1: that yeah. and i pointed I out
0: how cringy and strange the song choice was for the fight because it's this really out-of-place acoustic, like, we'll always be there for each other romantic, type of... Romantic, yeah. yeah
1: kind of, or not, yeah, not romantic, but, like, It was an odd choice. Like like, cheesy. Yeah. Like a cheesy song.
0: That only sounded like, you know, shopping at Bed Bath & Beyond (laughs) (laughs) on a weekend. Do you
1: remember what song it was?
0: No, I don't. I would Um, have to Shazam it. (laughs) Because it wasn't one of the regular Pokemon songs. It was like some country singer like
1: <laughs> not country but <laughs> or, yeah know. it was just that cheesy cheesy vibe and it made no sense because it was the climax yeah and it was like they were fighting to the death pretty much i mean they're all like falling over by the end like
0: pretty much anything else you would choose that would just fit a war scene yeah like action would work. music yeah yeah like literally anything else you could think of mm-hmm. um so anyways i just thought that even was a-
1: like it, they should have done just like the pokemon theme yeah or like the anything like that to be a master all All those.
0: In terms of the timeline, I think the uh, show uh, came out in 97. I'm not sure about the trading card game, which we should probably just mention that Pokemon stands for pocket monsters.
1: Yes. People know that. Okay. I think. I mean, it's also not significant past the trivia. Right. I think.
0: Because Pokemon kind of did want to distinguish itself.
1: Well, it's just like... It's such a big brand that you just know what Pokemon are, mm-hmm. at least.
0: And so the show in 97, the Japanese release of the movie in, uh, I think it was July of 98. And then the American movie uh, was in the fall. I can't remember which month of 99. And so yeah, Yes, it was
1: like four or five.
0: And just some basic facts, I guess, to leave you with before you go. Do you want to guess how much the movie made? All I have mm-hmm. are worldwide totals.
1: I forgot what even is the ranges, like regular standard. (laughs)
0: Well, there's uh, the budget, and then there's, yeah, just like what the worldwide total was. Now, I have two different types of totals. Is a million
1: a lot or not? I don't remember.
0: To get back in a movie? A million? One
1: million? One million
0: is like a tenth of the budget if it's a low budget film.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Okay, so no.
0: No, more like a hundred million is like the base that you're trying to hit
1: okay uh i guess like 50 million
0: you think it made back 50 million yeah how much do you think the budget was 20 (laughs) so the budget was 30 million okay but no it made much more it made much more than that 200 million yeah no 100 (laughs) so its total box office worldwide receipts was 163 million but i was close on 200 you were but the the interesting thing which uh just connects back to me is it being released in 99 it was sort of like at the tail end of when home video sales were still a significant part of Mm -hmm. revenue and they ended up making a whole lot of money on vhs sales it sold 4.2 million units of vhs tapes wow that's probably including dvds too
1: the dvds exist yet maybe not i don't think so yeah no because shrek was my first dvd okay or no shrek was the first dvd i encountered
0: that's crazy just in vhs tapes like it yeah made, and then so that that gave it an extra 58 million dollars oh, so it and did so pass it, the 200 yeah so the actual total earnings was 232 million that's cool not too bad for a 30 million dollar mm. budget anime it is it was the high it is the highest grossing anime film in the u.s and Still? yeah mm-hmm. I, I guess anime yeah is. specifically and fourth highest grossing worldwide for an animated based on a tv show and then at the time it was the highest grossing film based on a video game
1: well we'll see where detective pikachu is here to break that record yeah no with ryan
0: reynolds they'll smash it yeah
1: detective pikachu because that one he's bank that that one's gonna count as based on a game yeah because it is a game
0: well Uh, we've come up to the end of our show we cannot go any further (laughs) we've got another show to go watch which maybe we'll talk about in the next episode just as a brief but low-key low-key um but otherwise we hope you've enjoyed our episode coverage of pokemon colon the first movie colon mewtwo strikes back yes (laughs) it was a lot shout out to thomas for suggesting
1: it Thank you. Um, hopefully we can get to another one of your suggestions if you're listening. Mm-hmm. And if you want to suggest something, you can email us at highkeybookclub at gmail.com like Thomas did or tweet us or Instagram us at book club.
0: I've had so much fun. Oh, we didn't
1: give it a grade.
0: Oh, my p- grade
1: is a, oh God. a C. Damn.
0: See, I have too much nostalgia wrapped into it's it. It's
1: hard. It's hard because I give the rest of the Pokemon franchise an A++, plus yeah. plus. you know, because the show, the right. games, everything. I'm obsessed. Like, I'm not trying to be a hater. You know, I'm deep in this fandom.
0: Yeah, I just have too much nostalgia wrapped into it. And I can't, I, it's very difficult for me to separate my childhood memories from the movie. So uh, B, okay. it did so much for me as a kid. I guess that's it. And I've had so much fun talking to you again, Zelini. It's nice to be back in the studio at High Book Club. And we'll be back next week. And until then, you'll be hearing from us. Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. <gasps> <gasps> gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. Yeah.
1: Gotta Gotta
0: catch them them all, Pokemon.